Booze Brothers Radio Show, 90.3 FM, the voice of the people. We are tuned in. We are here. We are live. TJ in the building. What's up, man? What's up? What's up? What's up? Living good. I'm uh, I'm excited that you're here. Glad that I'm actually talking to somebody I like. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we were talking a bit about, like, Panda. So for those of the those people that are listening right now, uh, can you explain briefly what Panda is? They don't uh, believe me. Yeah, man, Panda is just... It's just a bunch of strip club DJs that just get together, and um, we just network with each other, man, and help each other get better. Correct, like correct faults we have. Oh, that's good. I like you that. know, yeah. uh, talk a lot of trash to each other. <laughs> All obviously. the time. <laughs> uh, what it stands for is a Professional Adult Nightclub DJ Association, and uh, it's a. Uh, I, I enjoyed the group. I've been with them for about three, four years, four years, and um, I mean, yeah, they've guided me. They've uh, They've shown, they put me on remixes. Yeah. They put me on new music, and that's something I appreciate. Like, when I, I'm used to a certain, like, genre. I, I mean, I grew yeah. up with hip-hop. I love hip-hop. So, I'm used to just my, I know what, what's in tune, what, what's new, what's going on on the charts. And, but have you throw some country at me? Damn. Uh, I have no clue. Achey, breaky heart. <laughs> and then Old Town Road, and then I'm uh, out. Yo, <laughs> I, I'm telling you, there's, like, very, very little country music I would actually play in a club much less in a adult nightclub yeah. atmosphere but they put me on i've learned quite a bit i'm actually become a fan i've been listening to country music the last two weeks now that i think about it and uh, yeah I'm, I'm into it uh but yeah i'm thankful for the panda group and uh there's always this debate between the young and the old i i <laughs> the young and the old i'm and the t- restless <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're i i consider you the younger djs because uh i mean your youth you're young yeah. as opposed to the guys who are like 50 and 60 years old of course that's uh th- they've yeah. been doing it for 30 <laughs> 40 years yeah and this is so they grew up with reo speedwagon uh acdc yeah. they grew up with that rock music and, and that was like the new music that yeah that was you it know? that was the times and like people they loved it because it was girls girls yeah. girls and which I was, I was gonna say motley crew is one of the few rocks rock song or rock bands that make strip club oriented music so yeah they good and yeah there's there's some rock music out there nowadays but i i i don't think their target audience is a strict club and so i mean you listen to hip-hop songs every i think every good song has a little twerk or shake or some city girls those are women talking about take about other girls shaking and dancing So I giving uh, them directions. There's <laughs> yeah, there's been this debate back and forth within our group about old and young, and then there was also like the racist thing too. I remember seeing that. Um, Who's that? Ariel Subtle? I think it was Mr. Subtle. Mm-hmm. I, he said something like, uh, "We're uh, we're playing hip hop. We're only targeting a certain demographic." Oh yeah. And then what? Well, people fail to realize is a lot of people listen to Drake and they're not black. A lot of people listen to City Girls and they're not women. You know, there there's multiple outlets for honestly like the most hardcore rap songs i usually get requested from are like younger white dudes oh yeah they're like hey can you play gucci man i'll shoot everybody in the club right now (laughs) i'm like i can't play that song man but i had no idea that's what you want to listen to right yeah can you you get that meek mill on that's what i'm talking about dreams and nightmares bro i know what you want yes uh i didn't expect that coming out your mouth but i got you like there was an old white lady who asked it was an old white lady one time who asked me for Ice Cube. What? And blue. And then I was like, "Yo, know nothing about Ice Cube." Started rapping. Today was a good day at the door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like you, lady. 
it's cool. I I I love those ladies. They're um, they they blow my perception of people away all the time, and I'm usually surprised when I hear like people just chanting Ice Cube songs or NWA or yeah. like Biggie songs. And I think everybody across the board knows a notorious B.I.G. song. I mean, hypnotize, more money, more problems. California yeah, love, if you don't Tupac. Know, you know it, you know yeah, they at least know it. And oh, California love, throw out the W's. <laughs> and are they into it? They do it. Do you play California love at the strip clubs? No? Not really. Every now and then, might have one dancer who wants to hear something like that, but no. Oh well, that's good. Yeah, I would get it. The only time I would play it was if I knew I had a crowd from California, oh, yeah. and just to get them to like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> just throw some money, even if it wasn't like. My favorite girl, I just knew they were having a good time, and if they make a little, if they throw a little money on the girl, like oh, okay, they that maybe there's a chance that girl might tip you. Are you allowed to ask those girls for tips? No. 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 Damn. So that was a that's always been a debate in our shit club community, uh, whether we can ask for tips or not, and it's not mandatory. So down here in New Orleans, it's usually not mandatory for you to tip the DJ. It's a requested from the managers, but um. Again, not mandatory, so they don't have to. There's no minimum, yeah. and uh, we're working just like bartenders, like three dollars, four dollars, or they get like a shift pay, like fifty bucks, seventy bucks, whatever the case may be. But yeah, as far as tipping from the girl, not all the time. No. What's up? What's the most you got tip? You don't mind me asking? From like one dancer? Yeah. Or like forty, fifty dollars. Okay. And that was. I mean, well, recently, like before, before you know everything changed. When you say everything, you're talking about the rains. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and everything slowed up down there. But before that, oh, it was amazing. Money was great. Oh yeah, I might have walked out of there with like a hundred dollars from one person. Mm. That was also when ten percent was a thing. So, yeah, that was uh, it was just a lot more money. So it's like girls had no problem tipping that ten percent, and then on top of that, coming upstairs and being like, "Here you go, TJ. Here's an extra thirty dollars." Blah blah blah. Yeah, they were nice to us back then. Yeah, and uh, I I still appreciate some of them. Uh, they taught me a lot, and. uh I'm thankful for the girls who put me on, like, the new wave of, like, music or how we should be yeah. hustling and working. Like, oh, okay, I never thought about it that way. And, yeah. I'm, how'd you get involved in strip clubs? <laughs> uh, honestly, I just... All right, so my boy, uh, Yang, he he actually put me on. I was... I needed to pay my phone bill. Shout so out to Yang Vibes, taking care of people. <laughs> Always. <laughs> And um, I needed to pay my phone bill. And I was like, look, man, I need to make, like, about $50. You think there's something I could do down there? He was like, yeah, cool. And I go down there, and something happened. And they was like, hey, man, we need, uh, you know how to DJ. You know how to work virtual DJ. Never seen virtual DJ in my life. Never even heard of it. But I'm really good with computers. I know how computers programs work. So I lied. Yeah, I know I can do it. <laughs> so I went upstairs. I looked at it. And I was like, yeah, this is, you know, this is simple. Eat, like it's just a really easy jam. if you got a good ear for good music and you can tolerate a lot of uh, malarkey uh, <laughs> it, but it's just it's a, it's a real laid back job man I I like to think like that I want to say that it's cool because you get yeah, but it's, there I mean music. there's a lot of stress too right you know I mean? but it's I'd rather have this type of stress than like other regular job you know what I mean Mm, yeah, I mean, like a nine to five, like a desk job. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Or just like a manager micromanaging you or something. Like oh that. no, get away from me! Yeah, I don't like those guys. Uh, that's something I did appreciate about the the strip clubs. Like, yeah. you're you're there, you're playing good music. Hey, uh, I don't know any other job you could drink on the job, and uh, it's encouraged for you to have fun. <laughs> Honestly, I just found out 
what five years into the business that I wasn't supposed to be drinking because <laughs> I was drinking and one of the managers was like yeah uh, talking about one of the other DJs he was like yeah he's not really supposed to be drinking no more he's not supposed to be drinking anyway on the job I was like wait we can't drink he was like no you're not supposed to drink as I'm sipping my drink I'm like what that's crazy <laughs> <laughs> yeah I I mean it's part of the environment. Everyone's drinking. The dancers are drinking. The customers yeah. are drinking. The bartenders taking helps, shots. You know, get you more loose. Like, yes, absolutely. When I go in there and, I'm, and I don't drink, I don't smoke or anything. It's like I'm just not in a. I gotta be in a party mood yeah. to give a party vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And yeah, when you get, have those shots in, like, all right, let me talk a little trash. Oh, and hey, you, you over there, throw some money. Oh, you <laughs> like that big butt in your face? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Take a sniff. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't do that, guys. Don't ever. <laughs> no, uh, I think we've been uh, fortunate in the, the environment that we worked in where there's – it's Bourbon Street, so we know it's dirty. Yeah. But, I mean, I haven't seen as close as, like – have you ever been to a strip club in, like, Atlanta? Yeah. Okay. I've been – I've seen those as opposed to the ones in Texas where it's full nude. Yeah. And, like, things – I mean, they're dirty down there. And not, I'm not really talking – the, f- the full nude wave. Like I don't like them. I, I don't I want I want to leave something to the imagination. Well, not even that. Like, if I'm hungry, don't show me a pizza and tell me I can't eat the pizza. Mm. Very true. That's, that's just you know. Obviously, I went to the the strip club restaurant because mm-hmm. I was hungry. Okay. <laughs> so, do you? I don't. I'm not with the like chicken wings at the strip club. I don't. Cause I don't then, believe in eating at a strip club. Right. Right. I one. I think it's kind of like it's dirty. I don't, I've done it before. I went to one in Texas, and they had, like, a free lunch buffet. And I'm like, yo, you get to eat for free? Like, well, you get you pay a cover, and then you get food, and then there's dancers. Like, so there's food. Yeah, All right. Food. All you can eat, burgers, fries, uh, hot dogs. Like, okay, I'll, I'll pay $10 for that. Like, yeah, instead of going. It's like, I don't trust the people at the strip club. Handling your food? To hand, yeah. Not, right. not like the people that prepared the food or anything, but just the regular strip club goer. Yeah. They're going to do something. They're going to cough on it. They drunk. They're drunk. <laughs> they going to do something weird. Yeah. Like, oh, what's this? Oh, no, I don't want that. Nah. And now I'm coming to get that burger, and now I got coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, how's uh, how's the trick club going on with this coronavirus stuff? Oh, it's... Well, I don't know. It hasn't really started affecting. This weekend will be the first time, because, you know, they canceled all the conventions. So. Right. But, all like... Right. So, it's going to be, like, mostly locals, some yeah. tourists that still come down here? Like, I mean, I'm... I don't want to say, like, people who work out there are safe, but it's more so, like, dancers. Because they're, like, actually in contact with all these people coming in, you know what I mean? So, all my dancer friends, make sure y'all stay safe. Yes. Stay clean, wash your hands. Hand sanitizer. Speaking of this, why is everybody buying all the toilet paper? What is that? So. Is it because they're afraid of being locked inside the house for no, a while? I mean, I don't know. I guess so. That might be a That's good That's the only idea. thing. I, what, all right, what well, from what I read. Uh, some of this stuff is made in China, so they've halted production of like shipping uh, goods back and forth from the states to uh, overseas. Oh, so like in a week or two, might not just be no toilet paper. It just might not be the best kind of toilet paper. Oh. Like some some things might not be coming over as much as they used to, and then uh, so there's gonna be a, a and then with other all the other countries buying so much like in China, like they were buying. And China's more. a huge manufacturer. Yeah. They they buy a lot like they make a lot of stuff probably all this stuff right here and probably <laughs> and I'm okay with it <laughs> I feel like my immune system's all right but yeah I think uh, from what I read it's because a lot of stuff's made overseas and then uh, as much as we're gonna be cleaning our hands or cleaning like the surfaces 
Same thing going with the baby wipes, the Lysol, the antibacterial stuff. Yeah. So, hey, if you guys are uh, washing yourself with soap, Dial soap is antibacterial. The yellow bars, that little, ni- that cheap, like three, four ninety nine cents or whatever it is, those are actually good. Those are actually helping wash your hands. So, yeah, don't pay, don't, don't get no herbal essence. Get that, uh, get that Dial. Help the get little you guy. Some out. Gucci soap, man. <laughs> they make Gucci soap. I don't know. They probably do. They make LV condoms. Hmm, I, I bought d- one before. It was eighty dollars. Were they like ribbed? No, no, it just it's got like embroidered LV, like poking off it. Yeah, yeah. I never used it. It was just a flex thing. I wasn't right. going. That was who was gonna get eighty dollars? No, nobody. Nah. I that just pulled it out, and then I was swapping when the lights went off. You know. Yeah. Very sneaky. <laughs> I feel the same way with the gold wraps. Like I used to, I would buy the gold wraps just to flex. Like I'm smoking gold papers. Oh yeah, and then those I, are cool though. Yeah, they are I don't cool. like it's too sweet. Like I can't do too many of them. Yeah. But they cool though. I could do one at a time like yeah. Flexing. And yeah. then you just feel like a boss when you smoke. Right. And then just go about my normal day. You have edibles. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, now um okay, so you got to Shook because you're hook uh help, helping your boy out really. Yeah. Well and yeah, but it turned out to helping me out. Yeah. Technically I'm still really just helping him out, even though none of the people that worked there when I started are still there. Mm. But as far as like I never really got hired. I've just kind of filled in, and I'm still kind of there. Okay. <laughs> Works out. Yeah, everybody just liked my vibe. They just liked how I did things. Yeah, you're good people. And then, so, being a, being an artist and DJ, like, how often can you sneak your music into, like, your, your sets? Um, it just kind of depends on, you know, the crowd that's in there, but most of the time, not often. No? Like, I usually play it at the end of the night when nobody's on stage. Mostly just because I want to hear it, and I like testing it to see how it actually sounds in a club environment type thing. So yeah, that's probably the biggest advantage of being an artist. I feel like uh, if I was any kind of musician artist, I'd try to put my stuff out there as much as possible. Like, yo, you like that? That's me. <laughs> that's me. Follow me. Instagram. <laughs> Holler. <laughs> Your bookings. For but real. Yeah, I mean, that's how I feel like most people would. I mean, they take advantage of that situation. Yeah. But uh, I haven't seen that come from you at, like no, no, at no. all. Well, because I don't want to like like force you know i want to if you like my music that's cool i don't want to force you to like it yeah like just you on stage i'm like oh i don't like this song oh well <laughs> boom let's get it ah. <laughs> but All speaking right. of that i did just do a, um well like a nine song mixtape bangers just all bangers yeah yeah it's a bunch of um a bunch of remix i was gonna ask so people can hear you on uh, what platforms well, this mixtape is only on YouTube. I'm trying to get all, all of the traffic to funnel to this YouTube page so I can start getting the numbers up on that. And then I'm going to switch over to SoundCloud, get the numbers up on that, and then switch over to, well, probably Spotify, Apple Music once I do my album. But yeah, I do have an album out on Apple Music and Spotify now. But right you now we you just. You released that, what, last mixtape. year, 2018? Uh, I think so. Yeah. might have been 2017. Man. Damn, these times go by fast. All right. Yeah, I've, damn, I've been knowing you for a while then. Oh, yeah, for a long time. Like 2015, maybe, since I've known you. Yeah, you've known me since, um, well, one, there's a strip club that doesn't even exist no more. I'm saying. It's like, a restaurant now. Yeah. <laughs> when I walk past that place, I'm like, if y'all only knew. If you only knew. And just walking there, it's like, I, man, stuff all over this place that'll yeah. never go away. And I'm. I'm a bunch s- of broken dreams <laughs> in Dude, this building. How many just high working. hopes? That ba- I'm curious how the balcony looks now. Is it is it a balcony? I don't know. I've never been in there. No? There was a balcony when I was working there. And I go up there and like it was a room. And then the balcony, and like, yo, it, it went down in that room. 
it was uh it's good times and then there's a back part of that whole building that had a like a pool table and like mm-hmm. it was a whole bachelor party feel uh like a feel like it was uh that was the spot the guys man. i loved it that and lipsticks that was the spot i could say it's now that now that i don't work there i used to take all the orange juice and all the pineapple juice <laughs> <laughs> when i was like i had gotten out the military i was like man what am i gonna do i wasn't i couldn't go grocery shopping what i was uh going to way too early for the day shift oh and then working a night shift and by <laughs> the time like i got out i was like man they they don't have 24-hour walmart's here let me get this orange juice right i'm not gonna pay four dollars <laughs> for like a a 30 ounce of orange juice nah let, let me just all this orange juice right, here. right look at this non-concentrate i like that <laughs> so yeah i was i was uh and who put me on you know boogie put me on that yeah just take just take the drinks man what, i mean why why you gotta buy your own beverages yeah, water man. sodas it's all <laughs> right there like, oh yeah toilet paper <laughs> they gonna see us be like boogie still work with us what's going on hey i'll uh i'll let you know who's taking stuff and how <laughs> Yo, uh, yeah, great times out there. I, I enjoy it thoroughly. All right, all right. So um, now you're a father. Yes. How old's your baby? Uh, about to be six months. Six months. On the 30th. Man, all right. So six months, um, and with your, your old lady, she's yeah. also – I also met her out there on Bourbon Street. Yeah. Cool people. Yeah, that's my dog. Yeah. We've been together seven years. Damn. Well, seven years this year. Jesus, age. It's a, I mean, it's a good, it's a good amount of time. It's a long time. Before yeah. her, my longest relationship was like two weeks, maybe mm-hmm. three weeks. Like, look, let me tell you something, people. Love is real. Coming from a guy who doesn't think, who didn't think love was real, I never ever planned on having a baby. Never planned on being in a relationship. And then all of a sudden, you meet somebody, and boom, you want to have a baby. You want to get married. You want to do all this stuff. Yeah, she good people. Yeah. And like the times that she let us hang out, like, all right, y'all have fun. Cool. All right. <laughs> no worries. We're not going to get into no trouble. When I say no trouble, we're not getting arrested because I'm going to make sure we drive fast. Well, I only, and I only got an ID, not an identification card. <laughs> so. You never got yourself an, uh, a driver's license? No, I still don't have Man. one. Man. You might as well. What can we do? Ladies and gentlemen, we need some help. So apparently people don't take state IDs around these parts. <laughs> so we got to find some other form, like a passport. Uh, what else could be official? You know, get those. Uh, you know, when you get lost and you have to put your fingerprint on that card, and they take a picture of you as a kid. You ever <laughs> had to do one of those? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they offer you those like at the Gretna Fest. <laughs> you could <laughs> get um, uh, what's it called? A stop being an idiot card, <laughs> and then you you probably take an ID because you know what identification. You know what's the abbreviation for identification? Possibly. <laughs> Shout out to Smitty's. Right. Y'all y'all get right. But yeah, man, I love being being a father. That's like the greatest thing i've ever done like yeah at six months man like i can't even so she's crawling now not yet no she's she, trying her she's best like flipping over at least yeah she's rolling over and stuff okay but she's trying to crawl but she just haven't figured out to pick her back up she's mm. like got her legs up and like swimming basically <laughs> like, like i'm getting somewhere yeah she moves a little bit but not enough to really say she moving yet you know yeah. damn that's great she's teething yet yeah man that's the worst when like you can't, they can't talk and like look. I want to give you some tequila, but just chill. Like I don't, and you can't give them those fold. The, what do we? I used to give my kids the frozen. Remember those uh, rings that yeah, you kept in the freezer. We got a couple of them. So I found out you're not supposed to give them the whole ring because when they chew on it, the the other cold part is like sitting on the on their cheeks. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. It's like gonna give her the little ring thing. Yeah. So what they started telling us like, oh well, get the, get this ball. She's not gonna. They're not gonna choke on them. It's like a, a two ball thing like mm. that you put in their mouth and 
they, they chew on it, but they're not going to be able to actually swallow anything. So I was like, okay. Uh, it still kind of worries me because what if they try to swallow yeah. this big well, old thing in the mouth? We've been using a, a carrot, like you've just, or oh, celery. Mm. You freeze a carrot yeah, yeah, yeah. or celery and. Smart. Yeah. Okay. One of, one of my homegirls put me on that. Yeah, I remember. So when she told me, I was like, oh, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah, yeah. That's, that does sound, sound genius. I think one is natural. So yeah. even, you know, if she eat a little bit, it's cool. Have you fed her? She did. I was just about to say she started eating food too. Table food? Yeah. Like she's ate carrots. Crawfish? Nah. <laughs> I gave her a little I did give her a little crawfish juice. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah? Hell yeah. What she do? Make the face? Nah. I don't like that. Oh, fed her the lime it? yet? No. We're no? waiting till her six month. <laughs> her half birthday. Alright. Nice. Uh man. Alright, so man. being a father in the strip club business, it I've done it and yeah. it's it's kind of like being, and we've had this discussion with someone else, another dancer. You're you're being two people, like yeah, Batman and Bruce Wayne. Uh, yeah. You're you have to be Batman like, and Bruce. Wayne. I'm telling you, yeah, you have to be, you have to put on this, this mask and be s- this whole other DJ persona. Yeah. Amongst the customers, the dancers, the manager, you have to be this guy who's about the nightlife. But then you go home. Once you open that front door, you and gotta I'm like. Be, you gotta be dad, <laughs> yeah. You have to be wiping butts and uh, cleaning house and making sure. I mean, I mean, it's it, it works for me, like, cause I'm based. I'm the same person when I'm downtown working. When I'm at home, I'm a little more tired. Both places now, but yeah. No, I ran into that problem where I was, uh, I was, I mean, I was drinking on the job. Drink up, drink up. Yeah, I ran into the problem where I was like, I was drinking on the job and. I'd have to come home and like, man, I got hangovers or I, I reek of alcohol. What was you was you doing this by yourself? What drinking by myself? No, the um, parent. Um, yo, that bubble, <laughs> it popped right in the microphone. Nice. <laughs> oh, uh, no, no, no. Uh, I had help. I, I mean, like I had my one point. I had my sister here. Uh, one time I had my significant other here. Oh, that sounds great. All right, we're about to try the NSC guys. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, nah, I, I I don't have no family here in the area, so it was really just me, my baby mama. Sometimes my sister would come down, or I'd have like babysitters. And the babysitters, that w- that was that was uh, an experience because yeah. I thought I could trust s- certain people. And um, somebody I just brought up during our commercial break, she put me on this uh, this person, and I, I'll tell this story now. Uh, oh, what was her name? I think her name was Angel, Angelica. I don't know. But my friend said, oh, look, Angel doesn't do anything uh, on, on weeknights, so she'll watch your kids if you need a babysitter. I thought about it. Cool. All right. I might, that might come in handy. She was dating a guy named Christian, and they, so it was this dancer and then this dude, Christian, who was a barback. And this, uh, I remember I was sitting at home. She told me this. And then one week later, I'm on social media. And I start seeing this. I start seeing this thing pop up from friends that I knew in off Bourbon Street. Look at this! And it was a photo of this girl. <laughs> Look at this! Is it a photo of this girl and this dude? I was like, mm. uh, Angel and Crystal, or Angel and um, Christian, and child uh, abuse and uh, child uh, manipulation, or not? Chi- it was child abuse and child uh, neglect. I'm sorry. And they were burning this kid with cigarettes. There was bite marks on this kid. They said that this kid was having seizures. But what was they? What Angel said was that this guy Christian was beating her son uh, for misbehaving and locking him in a closet. Same thing. You s- have you seen that Gabriel Fernandez story? Dog, heartbreaking. All right, I, we'll get to that another time. But uh, 
Yeah, uh, they were really just abusing this kid. And I was like, yo, you almost made me, you almost persuaded me to allow these two people to watch my children. And they're, like, beating their own kid and right. doing horrible like things. about having two personas. Some people are Jekyll and Hyde. Dog, I was. They might be, like, to her, they might be some nice people. Yeah. But then in private. Dude, and that's the thing. They were nice people. Like, that, that girl, I'll, I'll say that she was a nice person. She was very welcoming like hey nice to meet you One cool of the problems is like it's um, it's messed up to say but everybody shouldn't have kids no like some people just can't emotionally handle just a screaming thing at yeah. four in the morning when you're tired you know mm. what i mean like we work overnight so it's a little easy for us yeah but even some people like they just can't handle that like no and yeah some people aren't prepared up, some of these dancers have been up for four or five days Oh yeah, and it's the one time they get to go home and go to sleep. Baby's been screaming nonstop. No, yeah, I've uh, I've yeah, I've come across that, and I was just taken back. Damn, I I've screwed up. I've had another babysitter like rob, she robbed me of my rent money. Took like half my rent money. What? Yeah. Like, oh, was in your stuff at the house? Yeah, yeah. She uh, she was watching. Like she t- told me how much she loved our kids, and was uh, she was like doing art uh, on the walls. Like she was like really involved as a babysitter even like left me a thank you for letting me hang out with your ki- your children uh great notes and like and i was paying day. her well but um you know she went through my stuff one day and i was like all right i'm there's certain ways i stack my money mm-hmm. and cash and i noticed like all right this, this doesn't look right <laughs> so then i hit it she might have been in my stash so, yeah that happened once so then i hit my i re-hit it hit it somewhere else mm-hmm. and then same thing happened i was like okay she were someone really went out their way to find this and yeah. money's missing and i was like there's only one other person i'm allowing this house and i'm not here and uh yeah i was like all right uh you owe me some money I'll tell you one of the best quotes i heard is even a trustworthy person can't always be trusted when opportunity presents itself hmm. just because i trust you if i was to leave a hundred dollars in front of you and you needed that hundred dollars for say you're getting kicked out tomorrow you might be a trustworthy person, but in that moment, you might do some messed up stuff. You know? Yeah. What I mean? All right. I'm I, still can't. I can't mess with you ever again. But I can rationalize it, and that's one of my biggest problems: is I can rationalize people messing over me, and then I don't react the way I probably should react. But no, but it's a good thing because you're not in jail. Because I mean, you're about to say, but I'm not in jail. Yeah, exactly. Which I, is another weird thing about being a dad, because now somebody does oh, something yeah. weird to my daughter. First reaction, I'm gonna go kill him. <laughs> but now I'm yeah. in jail forever. And if somebody else does something to my daughter, you I'm in jail. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, That's gotta, a battle that I have every day. And I'm just like, what am I supposed to do? You gotta <laughs> play chess. You gotta play chess. Like know what moves you should make and should not make. Just invite him out the country. <laughs> Come with me to hey. swamps, dog. <laughs> you you want a free vacation, just you to the swamps. <laughs> don't don't even no bring nothing. Yeah. Don't, don't need nothing. Don't post on social media. Leave your wallet. <laughs> That's how you get caught nowadays. Damn, stay off the social media. Y'all. Can't commit no crimes. <laughs> For real. All right. Uh, okay. So yeah, being a father is an, another milestone, another step in the direction of just growing up and, I mean, living this crazy lifestyle that we live. Uh, so you already have this mixtape out. You have these new music. Oh, you want? Oh, we have perfect perfect timing. Uh, would you like to introduce this song uh, that you brought over? It's called uh, "Love Yourself." Is that correct? Yeah, it's called "Love Yourself." All right. You want to introduce um, it to the people? Tell us a little about. Yeah, the it's just um, it's the song's called "Love Yourself." It's got a great vibe to it. It's produced by a producer out of Texas named J Seven. He um, 
he sent it over. I instantly already knew the vibes he was on. He knew the type of vibe I wanted for like a, a like an anthem type song. It's just a feel good record. It's something that like I could listen to with my daughter in the house and I could blast it, you know. Okay. It's just a great song. Make sure you check it out, man. It's already out now. You can go get it on Spotify. You can get this one on Apple Music, Amazon right. Music. Cool. Whatever. If whatever. If people want to follow you, how can they uh how can they keep following your music and your journey? Uh, ev- everything across all platforms is gonna be T J T E A J A E and on Instagram and Snapchat it's t- uh my extra E on the end, so T E A J A E. Okay. But music wise just T J one E. T J. Yeah. All right. This is called uh, Love Yourself right here. Uh debuting at ninety point three FM, Ooh, the voice yeah. of the people. We out here, we live on air. What world premiere? All right, y'all take a listen and uh, listen what you think. Okay, you working doubles every day because your birthday's coming up in hand. Trouble in the worst way, do everything on you, looking perfect. For real, and you the baddest. And girl, your pictures, they need way more than a status. And all these folks just gonna turn you to a savage. They trying to get at you, but you won't let it happen. Because you been misused, it's gone. Oh yeah, I feel for ya And if somebody playing with ya, I would kill for ya And real niggas don't lie, keep it real with ya And what you want, I go buy it, I don't go feel for ya Yeah, late nights in the gym, pulling late nights Gotta win, gotta stay tight Look at them, girl, they ain't right And you look better on your worst night Than they do on a great night, yeah And girl, I'm still for ya And if you ever need me, I bring the steel for ya And girl, I'm still need deep in the field for ya you know I'm sick of little girls, I want a real woman Yeah, okay, money coming in both ways Dirty and clean, yeah, both ways, yeah And she was bad in the old days She got that corny love for me You could call me teacher, come bang, bow Brothers Radio, that was a premiere from TJ. Yo, great, great. I love that. I love the production behind it. I love the message behind it. Yeah. Uh, yo, d- did you nice know? Track, man. Did you? I, I, yeah, I'm still. <laughs> I'm stuttering over here because I love that 112 song, that Cuban song in the background. I love that song. It was one of my yeah. first like love. Like, oh, I need to 
That was the song that you wanted to sing to girls. I wanted, yeah. <laughs> I was. I didn't know how old I was. I was not old enough to be in a relationship. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I was, should not have been thinking about any of that stuff. But I was like, oh yeah, let me. I need you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't do it like Slim. Uh, but yeah, the, I mean, great, great song. Yeah, All right, definitely gonna be in rotation right here in ninety point three FM. So make sure you guys tune in and request that song, and uh, we'll definitely get it on the show. Much Call as possible. in, request it up, please. Request it up, and then uh, you got to come on and bring us some more music and uh, yeah. know the music videos. Yo, I'm always telling. I told Yang, I was like, yeah. whenever you need a good actor, call me. <laughs> Tired of seeing those people in that one. <laughs> Just joking, Yang. No, but uh, contact his manager, man. Man, I'm I'm trying to be like the gardener. I'll be the the maid. I won't be the maid. I'll be the I'll be the cholo. That always works for me. <laughs> I'll I'll have the bandana on. That way, my nice hair is not showing. That's why I used to not get rolls because of my long hair. When he mm. has a little the Bruno Mars thing. Oh yeah, yeah. and people are like, no, you're too, you're too, too, too fancy, Mars. too much, too much. <laughs> you're too fancy, man. But you know, but yeah, man. Th- when he actually when he sent me the beat, it probably took like maybe like twenty minutes to write the lyrics because I already knew it was. He just we happened to sync up like, mm-hmm. and music. That's just it's kind of like when a dancer would come upstairs. And she just kind of mumbles some stuff. Hey, you got that song that goes like, mm-mm. And somehow you know exactly what that song is. Right. Drummer's here, man. Yeah, that happens in rap music. Sometimes you and the producer sync up on the exact same vibe. He sends you a beat, and it sounds just like some shit or stuff you wanted to do. Yeah, no. um, That's great. That's that's what... And it just works out perfectly. That's how it's supposed to be. When you you know you're going to make good music, it just happens. Yeah. When When you're working days in and days out and hours are... Wasted in the studio. I was like, no, nah, I need to smoke more. I need a, I need some inspiration. No, nah, I need to give me an hour. It, it's just not there. But like when it comes great line to remember, it was from Jay Z. If the song takes you longer than fifteen minutes, you 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 just forcing this song. Hmm. Okay. And that doesn't mean you have to finish the song in fifteen minutes. But if you can't come up with like the concept and get going within fifteen minutes of hearing that beat, me, I'm listening to a beat for like five seconds. Producers hate being in the studio with me, picking beats, cause like, I got maybe two, three hundred beats on my computer. I listen to them all every day, and some days I love one beat, and in some days I love another beat, and in some days them same beats I love, I'm like I don't think these are good at all. Mm. So it's just whatever jumps out at that time, you know. Yeah. All right. I, understandable. I mean, from our perspective, people yeah. that don't know how the music business works, uh, you know, it's. Well, I could make it a lot more relatable. It's like when you go shopping and you're not really sure what you're looking for, but as soon as you see it, you know. Like, yeah, yeah that's it. Okay. It's just like that. When you when you when I hear the beat, it's like, yeah, this the one. All right. <laughs> Is there any uh, producers that you like you feel inspired by that you're like, I need to get on that beat? Yeah, or like work with him. Pretty much all the the beats that I did on the um mixtape I just put out. Okay. Um so, so hard. All these be- all these songs just so hard. But um, all the beats were good. All the songs were good. That's pretty much why I remixed them. It was just songs that I kind of fell in love with in the last couple months. And I'm like, got stuck in my head pretty much. Okay. I was like, I'm going to throw the TJ spin on this. You yeah. Know? It's about time. And then, yeah, you just got to drop some more videos and call me. <laughs> um, what I want to ask you. Oh, so your, your influences as far as hip-hop music. Yeah. Who's like your top five? Wayne for sure. Okay. Wayne at the top top. If I could, I would put Wayne as like one, two, and three. But we're gonna just give him one. All right. So you got Wayne, Kanye, Drake. I won't. I, don't, I won't. Like the rest of these ain't in order. I just know Wayne at the top. Yeah. But 
Kanye Drake. I like um. I mean, I like Yang's music. He inspires me, especially how hard he grind. Yeah, yeah he's in it. Like he yeah. is dedicated. Like, bro. Um, I really like a lot of other, like outside of rap too. Like, you know, fun. I, I love fun. Yeah, I was gonna. Fun, so that's gonna be my next question. Yeah. Like, outside of hip hop, what's your influences? I wouldn't say like not really influences, but people that. Well, I guess yeah, it's kind of influences. If you listen to it, it influences you. But fun, I love them. I like. Uh, I like Panic at the Disco. I know everybody gives them a lot of, a lot of crap. They're not Nickelback. <laughs> I would, and I, that was about to be my next one. I like Nickelback. Dog, I, I like don't Nickelback. Know. I like all their songs. Like not all of them, but all the ones that I've played in the club. Yeah, we I all, like all of. We them. all want to be big rock stars. Next connect. Yeah, big rock star. Next contestant. Next contestant is ridiculous. I like something in your mouth. That's my. Uh, <laughs> that's my go-to Strickland song. But anytime I play it, all the rock and roll people are like, <laughs> what, are you, "What is this? What, what are you doing?" Is this that Nickelback? Yeah, like I somebody hate told me Nickelback is the flow rider, <laughs> pit bull of rock music, and I was like, all right, I get that. Okay, it's like it's not bad, but it's just like the the typical stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know you're gonna hear like, but like, pit bull is amazing. Yeah, because I don't really think pit bull can rap that good, but pit bull keeps making amazing songs. Like I love all his songs, just like lyrically, but I don't really think Pitbull is trying to be the best rapper. No, he's not trying to be a, a Wayne or a... I don't think he's trying to even rap. I think he's just like, <laughs> I'm Pitbull. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> I'm here. I got these fly suits and glasses. <laughs> I got this suit. I was just about to say. Holla. I'm here. I got the suit and glasses. Let's you, go. Yeah, party's already here. Just drop yeah, just drop the song. I'm going to just talk over it anyway. <laughs> I'm saying, yeah, yo. <laughs> Mr. No, Mr. International, right? That's what it is. Yeah. Um, yo, I was going to tell you about him. He has a new song with Blake Shelton out. It's a... Uh, Inspired by that. Oh, get ready, Bam Bam. I love yeah. that song. That's I like saying. it too. I like Pitbull's music. I yeah. just don't think he's like the greatest rapper, but his songs are fantastic. Like, yeah, I'm. I'm like, all right. Well, from like a de- you know, especially from a DJ's point of view, it all it's all like, it's just the typical club music. You it's know I mean? it's fun. It's not about shooting or killing yeah. no one. You're not talking I about like the struggle. Black Bear. He's got a new song called Hot Hot Girl Bump. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I did not expect for him to come out with a, another song. Like, I thought it was going to be one of those hit, one-hit wonders. Maybe drop, like, an album or two, and just nothing happened. But yeah. Not have, like, nothing. And I think this one's probably better. the biggest, yeah. Yeah, because that Do-Re-Mi was all right. Yeah. It, it was good. I, I still get requests for that one, though. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, I think it was kind of, like, a dark tone. But with this Hot Girl Bummer, I was like, yeah. that. And then the play on the whole Hot Girl Summer thing yeah. also boosted the plays and stuff. Absolutely. All right. Hey, so, um, these Hot Girl Summers, these dancers... They ask for the most random stuff. What's a like most random song you've been asked for? <laughs> Easy, Mulan. I'll make a man out of you. What is that? For I mean, I like the song. The uh, the Mulan song when she you watch you see Mulan. I, I mean, when I was like ten or something. Yeah. Uh, Remember when she was climbing the pole? The we are man. You must be swift as the I have not run, seen it run. since I was a kid. Oh man, you sleep. I, I I'm oh, gonna get I'm, on my I'm, Disney I'm, Plus I'm tonight. I'm a Disney guy, I'm about to say. Dog, I'm gonna get on my Disney Plus tonight. But yeah, that's the word. That's she asked far. you for that song. Well, that and there was a a dancer. There's some rock song out there called um. It's called Rape Me. It's Nirvana. Yeah. And yeah. Boy, then you know that the hook is literally just them repeating Rape that. Me. And I was like, all right, this is weird. I had somebody <laughs> have me. They finessed me. I didn't know, but it was like it's not a gospel song, <laughs> but it is a gospel song. He's just the the whole song is about giving your life to God. But it wasn't like a gospel song. It's a known rock band, but they just made like a gospel song. Mm, okay. I didn't know none of this. I put it on. I go smoke a cigarette. Let, let, me, let me warn all the future DJs out there. Before you ever play a new song, 
don't go outside and smoke a cigarette. Because <laughs> I walked back into an empty club, and uh, Keith was managing at the time. Him and Kendrick was there. And he was like, bro, what are you doing? What What is this? I was like, I don't know. She asked me to play it. And then I started hearing the words. I'm like, oh, my God. Let me get upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible decision. <laughs> Man, yeah, that's uh, that's unfortunate. Uh, I've been in that situation too, where someone requested to rate me. I was like, cool, I'll play it because I mean, Nirvana, Nirvana. Yeah, that's how I felt. And, and it came on. I had a dancer come up to me. I was like, why did you play this song? Don't you know how people who don't you know people have been raped in this club? Like, that's exactly dog. how I was thinking. Like, like, but I figured it wasn't gonna be that extreme with the rape. Me. Right. I figured it was just gonna be like splashed in at the end or maybe one piece of a verse i didn't know it was gonna be the hook repeated yeah. like rape me loudly Loud. and i'm like this is what you want to dance to and then go do a lap dance with a guy who just liked you dancing to that song i, I get it everybody's got fantasies <laughs> but your current fantasy is potentially harming every girl in here now you know yeah what I mean? kurt cobain was then not again a- it was my fault because i'm the one who pressed play on the Correct. song yeah it is gonna fall back on you when it comes to the music it was though i yeah. should i should have checked it up first yeah. off i shouldn't i once she told me the name of the song she'd be like no nah, i can't do that yeah that's not that's not cool though <laughs> uh one day we'll learn but you know i mean it's it's an experience being in this uh the strip club environment you're learning as you're going yeah. i and mean like, we're all we're all low-key kind of doing the same thing dancers are doing like you know they don't want to sit on this guy's they don't want to sit on this guy's lap i don't want to play this song but you give me 40 dollars i'm probably gonna play the song yeah they probably gonna sit on your lap so you know we all well strippers in, in our own way you yeah. know we're, we're in this <laughs> business for a reason for the money and yeah. don't ever get that confused that's something i, I knowledge i always want to pass on to the young guys what don't get it confused we're here for one thing all of us strippers managers bartenders money. djs the money all that sex, drugs, and rock and roll. That's just like amenities of the business. Yeah. And don't get lost in any of that. My biggest problem when I first started was the, oh, I could spend this money. I'll make it back tomorrow. Yeah. You fall in that quick, especially when you come from having like a regular job. And then you come down here and you go from every two weeks to you getting paid every night. Yep. It's it's like a financial shock. Like Man, yeah. Okay. I'm going to go buy this duck and steak and yeah. yeah. Oh, it's $200. Well, I made 350 yesterday. I, you know, I'm good. Don't worry about it. I'll make yeah. some more money tonight. Yeah, I'll pay the bills later. Don't worry. Like, yeah, I, I fell into that regime, and I, I wish so many times I would have saved more money. And I, I did. I saved a good amount of money to live off of. Yeah. Uh, did you know you're supposed to, like, save up to three months of uh, your, two, your two-week paycheck? Save up to, like, three months? For what? Uh, just in case, like, you... Oh, like, just in case money? Yeah. yeah. That's what I was recommending as so a financial advising. Well, I just keep at least three months of bill money. So, like, right, like everybody's talking how the coronavirus is supposed to, like, wipe out the money downtown. It's going to be real bad. I'm good as long as it don't pass three, four months, you know what I mean? And yeah. I'm making a little bit of money, blah, blah, blah. But one thing I did want to bring up with you, because we both worked in a strip club. Hmm. You know Frank? Yeah. Me and Frank had this conversation, because I brought it up to him. We always talk about how strippers and people that work in this industry have um father issues okay most of the men that work in this industry have mother issues hmm a lot of us i don't know about you specifically but a lot of us we have mom issues uh i don't and know it's just like i'm not like i said i don't know about you specifically i mean I, I guess i could dig into it a little i have to really sit back and think about it i mean me and my mom always fought like we always no i'm gonna do what i want to do mom i'm gonna watch this yeah, dirty you being a kid, dirty though. hbo oh, she thought i was in a gang at one time yeah, yeah we had a little, little disputes yeah. but, but is that still you still love your mom yeah that's what i'm saying i'm not talking about you 
Okay. Talking about the other people, it's like, mom just wasn't there. Blah 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 blah. You know what I mean? Hmm. All right. That is a that is an interesting perspective. We definitely gotta touch on that a little bit more. So you mentioned the girls. Some of them, a lot of them have daddy issues. I definitely uh, I've met quite a bit. And then there's I mean, some that a lot come, of girls. Oh good. Oh, and I was gonna say some come from like good homes and then just they're yeah. tempted by the money and the drugs and like, all right, let me get in. What is there's two people that I've met out here. Hmm. You have strippers, and then you have girls who are stripping. You have strippers. This it. They like stripping. This all. They don't have no. I'm gonna save my money to open up a business to this my next move. They don't have none of that. They just straight stripping. Then you have girls who have plans to do with this money, or plans of what to do with their money. Those are girls who are just stripping. They're just there to make some money to further something else that they got going on. And you just gotta figure out which one you're gonna be, and be the best at that one. <laughs> be the best <laughs> at that one, I guess. Yeah, that's a but that's a hard task. I mean, come across. For some of these girls, yeah, yeah. Once you uh, once you get a little taste of that money, man, it just it changes a lot of people's. Same thing with us. That's why so many people like hate their jobs down there, but they can't leave. Yeah. Cause it's like, all right, well, so I'm gonna go work. I'm gonna go get a two week paycheck that don't equal the amount that I made in two nights nope. for watching girls dance naked. Yeah. As a man, like yeah, I'll say that. Like, so the the view is nice. <laughs> we we get to watch like. The TVs, all the sports channels. There's naked women around, and then the tourists too. And like the tourists yeah, are not. Tourists are cool. Yeah, most you of them. Meet a lot of people, make a lot of connections. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe not. Try not to make so many connections in the next couple months. You know, coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, I've met people from all over the world in those clubs, yeah. and uh, I keep in touch with some I've of them. I've had other job offers, like people often oh, come yeah. have me DJ at their clubs and stuff. Yeah. That's great. When that happens, they're like, yo, come work for me. Now. Well, what days? Yeah. I mean, I've only done one, but yeah. it just, I didn't go out there for him. I happened to be there and hit him up. And he was like, oh, yeah, if you want to come work tonight. I went in there for like, oh, just to go DJ. I didn't really do nothing. I just wanted to go in there and talk on the mic. Yeah. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm from New Orleans. Let's get lit. Yeah. Skr, skr, skr. <laughs> no, that's great when that happens. You start meeting people and like they put you on or try yeah. to put you on at least. And uh, yeah, I've had. I have great opportunities to come across just working from those clubs. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm grateful. Um, have you ever thought about working outside of Bourbon Street, doing the same thing? Uh, DJing? Mm-hmm. Um, no, I feel like once I'm off Bourbon Street, I'm probably done DJing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's, that's good. But like I said, I'm definitely I'm interested in bartending. Yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah. we. So, something great about the strip club life is you get to uh, – I guess uh, multitask and do other people's jobs. <laughs> it's a like good and bad. One day somebody doesn't show up and they're like, "Hey, you want bartend?" Like, yeah. yeah. Can you help us uh, bring this stuff from the back? Can I uh, can you write this paperwork? Check these IDs. The next thing you know, you're the manager. Yeah. And yeah, you you learn on the job. It's a lot of on the job training. And uh, being a bartender, I did learn how to bartend in that strip club, and it was cool. Yeah. I enjoyed it because I could talk to people, make drinks, and. The chill. thing I really like about it the most over DJing is I'm in, I'm more in control of how much money I'm going to make that night. Like, as a DJ, I have to... It depends on how much money dancers make. Depends on how much I'm going to make. As the bartender, I'm actually in direct with the customer. So, it's just... It's easier, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially at the end of the night when the alcohol done wore off, the drugs done wore off, all the dancers are mad because somebody did something and this chick and this happened and this happened and blah, blah, blah. And now I'm supposed to come get money from them. <laughs> <laughs> like I always try to explain to people, like everybody else in here, y'all make money in the party. Mm-hmm. I make money at the 
end of the party when the party's yeah. over and everybody's ready to go home and the lights and all of the everything the wall off all the magic is gone because yeah. now the lights on and it's just us in the building it's just it's way different yeah absolutely no, and this yeah. job isn't for everybody everybody yeah. thinks oh you just play music playing music is the smallest part of my job the main part of my job is being able to survive in my job <laughs> like that's the main part of it I like Not to be like everybody drive you crazy. Yeah, I like to think of it like babysitting because you you watching the dancers, you watching the customers, yeah. make sure everyone's doing their jobs while you're still the voice of the strip club. Yeah. One up? thing about DJs, we're very underappreciated in strip clubs. For sure. Not gonna lie. Absolutely. It's like lunch breaks. I can, there's no lunch break. I gotta time my my bites in between steps. Mm-hmm. It's like I can't take a bite because I got 30 seconds on this song. I got to wait to call this dancer. <laughs> like yeah. And then she doesn't show up. Man, oh, waste another two minutes. Now you don't have no more hot meal. Going to the bathroom, mm-hmm. man, you better go before or wait till after because you cannot have a peaceful. Oh, my favorite thing. Oh, I'm about to go do a tour. You're not doing a tour. You're <laughs> only doing a tour because I just called your name. Yeah. This dude don't even know what's going on. You're just like, hey, come <laughs> walk with me upstairs. All right, you're fine. Mm. <laughs> that's how, yeah, that's how to get you. Um, uh, Man, I can't think of any. I can't think of anything great to say about girls that go on tours. Um, maybe they might get a room, but even when they don't, I mean, it's all part of the game, you know. Yeah, I just wish there was more. Got to cast a lot of lines to catch a good fish. <laughs> <laughs> very yeah, very well said. I like that. <laughs> um, all right, so c- being in these clubs, so we come across these street pimps, these guys. Uh, when I was, when I was, hey, uh, little mama, why don't you come make some real money? Yeah, <laughs> man. Uh, yeah, when I've come across these street pimps, at first, like, I didn't pay them no mind. Cause, like, you guys aren't taking them seriously, are you? Like these these jokers, like guys are like they're they're not just like pimps that I've seen on television. Yeah. They don't have the gold on. They're not. I mean, what I envisioned a pimp was. It was not what the walked through the front door. Pimp with Correct. The tooth and a cane. Right. Looking like a pimp named Slickback. Right. <laughs> That's what I was expecting. I was, I was expecting all that. Like, oh, you a pimp? No, I seen these guys with t-shirts and shorts walk in. They like they smell like sweat. Like they out here, but you know they provided a service that was not being provided before. You know they were out here. They were going to collect money. They're going to make sure these girls were working for their money. And if uh, any of these guys didn't pay up. They slap him around and okay. they'd get the money. So I, I can see where the angle was with uh, some of these guys because they didn't care. They were out there. They didn't do, have no other job. They didn't have no responsibilities as far as I knew because yeah. they were there, there from like noon when doors are opening until noon tomorrow. Yeah, until <laughs> yeah, until like five in the morning, just out there talking to these girls. And I remember seeing one guy specifically just walk. One one of the girls we got out at the same time and she walked one way. I had to walk the other. Then I heard this guy across the street. Hey girl. Hey girl. And just start following her and like talking mad trash to her, like, hey, 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 and just, I, and I can't even repeat this stuff. Up the street. Yeah. And no one's helping her. And like cops, they just stand there and look and as long as well, she has d- to say something. If she don't tell the cop, hey, I'm uncomfortable, even if you look uncomfortable, you don't actually tell them what they're supposed to do. So, yeah, this, that Maybe you, that's your old man. Maybe y'all fighting. I'm not about to get in the middle right. of like a couple, you know? Yeah. And so, with that being said, like, so if they do go to these cops, the guy's still going to be there the next day. Knows what club you work at. Knows what time you get off. So, I mean, they they were out there for a long time, and they had a, a strong presence. And there's a time when they would just come to the club and just made it their home. Yeah. And that was at some of the day shift clubs uh, I worked at. 
and they would just make themselves comfortable and get to know everybody and then prey on the girls who were visiting or mm-hmm. were new to the game and those are the ones who are the most vulnerable in my opinion like professionally seeing it like th- some of these girls have been doing it for years they they can catch on to a pin quick when they're trying to speak game and but, but like you these younger girls they have no clue and yeah, especially don't tell them what you know dude flashes you 200 he gives you 200 dollars you might have never had that much money given to you that fast. Right. Like, oh, oh, my God. This dude is a millionaire. <laughs> like, Yeah. Oh, he's got it like that. Yeah. Because some of these chicks come from, like, little small towns where there's, like, one strip club, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're not used to the bright lights and fast music. So many people. And Bourbon Street. Bourbon Street is just, it's a whole different animal, man. Yeah. You got to be a certain type of person to be out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it definitely changed me. Uh, I mean, I came from a military background into the nightclub, and yeah. it was just, like, night and day. Culture shock, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, like, man. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe, like, like things I was seeing. Like, around here. I'm telling you, that's exactly <laughs> what I used to tell. That's what Strip I used to tell people. Strip nothing like I thought they was. No. Like, at all. Strippers aren't nothing like I thought. Nothing about the strip club is like I ever thought it would be. Like, the fact that most people don't want to have these jobs. Like, I thought it would be, i probably seen maybe 12 people in the five years come in and ask for jobs. Nobody's like, I thought it would be people just every day, hey, y'all need, y'all need any? No, no one's trying to work in these. It's, uh, I mean, because it takes a lot from the the person. Yeah. The time, the patience. Uh, Man, like, I, I can tell you, I had, I used to have a lot of sympathy, a lot of sympathy for yeah. people. And after, like, I got thicker skin, and I mean, I could see a guy on the side of the road hungry. I just don't pay him any money anymore because it just, in my mind, I'm like, bro, like you're just going to take this money and do what you need to do with it. Bro. And most of the, and the sad part is you're right. Yeah. Because it's like, I don't know if you're if you homeless because you're just down on your luck or if you're just a bump. Yeah. Don't take my money and go buy some drugs and blah, you know. Yeah. And not even good drugs. Like the, the stuff that's going to rot your brain. I hate when they ask for spare change. Why? <laughs> because I don't even, I don't understand what that means. Like. If I have a, the only time I've ever heard spare is like on a car. You have a spare tire in case your other four tires mess up. You have one extra tire just in case something goes wrong. So my spare money would be the extra money that I have, which I don't even know what extra money. Like it's all the same money. I don't get it. You got any <laughs> spare change? No, I don't. Hey, if I was a billionaire, I might maybe, yeah. maybe. I mean, I if I had like a billion dollars and seventeen cents. Yeah, I could give you that 17 cent. <laughs> That's spare change. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just because I got a couple hundred dollars on me and I got like $3 and you just saw me buy something out the store and I got a little jingle. Mm. That's not spare change. That's tax for the next place I go buy something at. Very true. All right. I never thought about that. Yeah. I, oh, if man. you want to give your money to somebody, give your money to the person that goes to work every day and you still see them struggling. That's who you give the dollar to. True. Very true. Do you remember a, a guy named Chris? He used to be dancing on the street, like yeah. twerking. Have you ever seen, have you seen him lately? I saw him last year, like towards the end of the year, like December. Yeah. So there's this guy named uh, Chris, and he was infamous on uh, on Bourbon Street, like just dancing. Uh, he was usually shirtless or <laughs> wearing some old clothes. Uh, he looked bummish and would just be, if someone put on a twerk beat or something, he would just be right there popping it, doing splits. <laughs> and he wasn't, I don't think he was gay. I think he was just uh, flamboyant. And... Uh, yeah, I, mean, I know he was, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I, listen, I, I had a, I had conversations with man because he'd be coming by the club and just dancing in front of our yeah. club. I'm like, bro, really? Like, we're trying to get people in. Like, 
you, you don't get the right presents. But, <laughs> <I don't. laughs> but I mean, he seemed like a nice guy, and I never had any problems with no, him. No, no, no. Yeah. And uh, I remember he got arrested for, I think, molesting somebody on on Canal Street. I think he just, like, touched someone's butt or, like, no. some, something not that drastic. It wasn't like he wasn't touching kids or nothing. It was yeah. like a, a slap in the butt or something to that effect. But went to jail overnight, and then I haven't seen him since. So I, I'm curious if anyone else has seen him. Um, I haven't seen him. Unfortunate. But, yeah, there, I've seen a lot of people who are travelers come through the city, like live off the land, like gutter punks especially. Yeah. Uh, they'll come here, do their thing, and then carry on with business. So I've seen where dancers. So what is gutter punks? Gutter punks, they're the guys that, like, uh, you, they smell a certain way. Like, they, they usually have uh dirty clothes huh. they got a they definitely have like a, a macbook or a cell phone in their backpack <laughs> like they they're the trust fund kids they got money they're from up north but they're living off the land and oh, like people are giving them food and because they people give away so much food out here hippies yeah okay yeah they're essentially the new age hippies and uh i'm not saying Blasted that hippies they're yeah and some of them they're cool a lot of them like they, they play music and they know what they're talking about they're just out here living off the land like i said being free and doing whatever they want to do what i don't know but um so i've seen dancers come down here with the same mentality they they got money mommy daddy's trust fund to come down here start dancing and then get wrapped up in like the world of the underground and they've been here for three years and it's like right hey when you see a dancer sweet girl then you see her like you ain't seen her for a month and then you see her walking up bourbon street bad on drugs zombie. or something like yeah yeah it happens out here and i think that opioid epidemic it just it's something about those pills that just try to hate it more when they try to come talk to you like oh hey tj no 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 no, don't touch me yeah i i hate i hate being so ugly to people that i was so nice to at first i mean it's just like before bourbon street tj would have been like oh my god are you okay what's wrong blah blah but now i just don't got time I don't, yeah. I, I don't. I just don't have time to deal with your problems. If I dealt with your problems, the floodgates are open. I got to deal with everybody's problems now. Very true, man. I. It's so unfortunate that these people get wrapped up in drugs, but and I, all I mean, sorts of other funny things. Funny about drug addiction. I don't want to make light of no. a serious problem, but also you chose to do that. You know what I mean? This. Yeah. So, so people argue that it's a disease. Uh, being I think being addicted, having an addictive personality could be maybe like a disease but i don't think like you're born to grow up to be addicted to heroin like i think you can get addicted to anything you chose it to be heroin you know what i mean okay unless somebody like did something to you like just stabbed you with a needle or tricked you with it or something Mm. that's pretty that's really the only people i feel bad for but the people like hey you want to smoke heroin hell yeah i want to smoke some heroin (laughs) yeah i don't feel bad for y'all yeah. You know what you was tying up for. It's heroin. Yeah. <laughs> Get that H. Like, I'm feeding. It's not like, oh, what is this? You know what this is. Yeah. It's, uh, and that's a drastic thing to, like, say I'm going to stick this needle in my arm. Like, you don't. But then again, like, I smoke weed. I don't compare weed and heroin on the same level. Not at but all. But somebody who doesn't do nothing, they would put weed and heroin on the same level. Yeah. And they would hear what I'm saying and being like, well, you smoke weed. How are you going to talk about them? So. 
I can't really judge nobody. It well, is what it is, man. It's your life. I, I definitely like Live to talk it how about how you see fit. I like to talk about the facts about weed. I mean, it's it's illegal in some parts of the country, uh, and not on a federal level, it's on a state level. Yeah. I mean, how many times you've been to Colorado? More than me. <laughs> yeah. Bunch of times. M- bunch of times. Went and snowboarding last time. Dog. Which was fun. You living a good life out there. I see you. I be As watching. David says, man, we live a good life. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for quoting. No. Oh, that's my favorite <laughs> quote. Because every time I'm having a bad day, I just. I really just look around at just what's going on at that moment. Like, this ain't really that bad. No. It could be when I'm mad at work, I just look around like, yes, this chick fine, she naked. Chick just gave me $40. Pretty drunk. Like, it ain't that bad, you know what I mean? Yeah, life's not that bad. (laughs) Could be breaking bricks in a coal mine somewhere. Yeah. You could be, like, having to break into cars just to make a living. Yeah. And you're not in the club playing music. And it's not bad music. But it's music. Some pe- some music that people never never hear in their lifetime. Yeah. One and thing people don't, a lot of people don't understand when you work in a club, is you. Like, you're basically you're selling yourself. You're playing music. You're doing all this stuff. But it's really your charisma that makes people want to hang out with you, want to pay you. Your charisma is the only reason I'm even here because I like you. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Yeah, there's a lot of a uh, lot of factors to the strip club business, and uh, I'm glad you came on the show. Got oh, to yeah, spare Thanks some time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yo, whenever you get some new music, definitely shoot it up to us. We're going to try and play it on the radio. By the way, the new mixtape is called By Any Means. It's on YouTube right now. Just look up T-E-A-J-A-E. And then By Any Means, I created a playlist for y'all to make it easy so they're all in order and everything. Okay. And uh, once again, where where can people find you on social media? Uh, TJ. T-E-A-J-A-E-E. And that'll be Instagram, Snapchat, and then everything else is just going to be one E. So T-E-A-J-A-E-E. And that's for like the the SoundCloud, the YouTube. Yeah. All right, then. Oh, this is Booze Brothers Radio Show, 90.3 FM, the voice of the people. Make sure you guys stay tuned in. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Uh, have plenty more guests coming on the show. And like I said, please listen to my boy TJ. Uh, if you're on my Instagram, you're definitely going to see some of his uh, video clips and uh, a lot of his music coming on. Um, yo, y'all keep washing your hands. Um, stay safe stay out there, safe. America. Yeah. Any final words for the people? Uh, can't really believe I'm a father. Love my daughter so much. It's crazy. Go get my new mixtape. A lot more music coming soon. Shout out Kansas City Soundwave. Shout out my boy Yang. Go check out all his new videos, all his new music. And I'd like to thank the Booze Brothers for having me on the show, man. Hey, anytime, man. Yeah, we're gonna have you on some more because we drink more Hennessy. <laughs> we're gonna get that sponsorship. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, Booze Brothers Radio Show. Uh, like Ellen DeGeneres says, just be kind to one another. Thank y'all for listening.